Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Dave. How's it going? Uh, all's well. All is well. Welcome back from vacation. Oh, thank you, sir. Hope you had a good one. I did indeed. I've uh, been excited. I've uh, been thinking a lot about, well, on vacation, I, uh, I got my Star Trek stamps. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, that excellent. Was, that was pretty fun. It was a, a funny story. It was uh, up in Canada, and with a friend of ours who lives there, and uh, we were driving from uh, uh, tourist attraction one to tourist attraction two, and <laughs> and uh, I just asked out of the blue, I'm like, "Oh, is there a post office somewhere along the way?" And she said, "Right there." Like almost literally, we were on top of it. So you know, it was all I could do not to put the minivan up on two wheels as I <laughs> turned in the parking lot. Um, but yeah, I got a hold of my my Star Trek stamps. That was pretty fun, and uh, yeah. um, I will say I, I just wanted to say uh, that that the tweet I tweeted about uh, yeah. was the most popular tweet I've ever submitted, and uh, we actually got yeah. a retweet from the Star Trek Twitter account, which is pretty exciting. That is very exciting. Very I mean, exciting. I always anytime I ever get a tweet back from uh, you know a famous person or a sports person that I you know like or admire, and I just like Ooh, I, I got tweeted by so and so or. Yeah. I can't believe it. Like, they actually read my tweet. Exactly. Now I feel like, I'm a, well, when's my, when am I going to get invited to be on the next movie? <laughs> right? I'm, not, I'm like one, I'm one step away from the Star Trek guys. <laughs> so. So uh, we're back. We're back. Um, and we are on minute number 32. Yes, sir. And this minute starts with, surprisingly enough, more Enterprise. Yeah. Coming out of Space Dock. And this minute ends... With a revisit to regular one. Good, good. So yeah, I was. Uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's a continuation of of the last minute um, of Enterprise pulling out yep. and uh, space dock, and it's also a continuation of the the uh, footage from Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Um, and uh, did, yeah, I was doing a little research on some of the special effects. Like, oh, well, you know what? There's not much on the Enterprise model in in Wrath of Khan because it was all done in the motion picture. So yep. I dug back a little bit. Um, and, uh, uh, the, the team that, the team that put the special effects together for the motion picture was led by Doug, Douglas Trumbull. Um, who's actually a, a famous visual effects guy. Uh, um, he did, uh, uh, the Stargate sequence from 2001 space odyssey, you know, when, Oh yeah. When Dave went into the monolith and yep. it's all trippy. Um, he worked on silent running, which is, uh, do you remember that film? It's, a uh, Kind of one of those cult classics. It was um, uh, Bruce Bruce Dern, I think, and uh, he's got oh, okay. the, you know the the, uh, the the forest and the spaceship, the last forest of Earth being you know taken out yep. uh, into into space, and Huey Dewey and Louie the robots. Um, he also did uh, the the mothership from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh wow! Yeah, and did some very of the, cool. Uh, yeah, and did some of the work in in Blade Runner. So. But, oh, know, Blade Runner! Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so he, uh, he was—he uh, got brought in. He got brought in, kind of at the last. Really, when you think about it, 
uh, at the last minute. Uh, he replaced uh, some of the visual effects guys that were, they really weren't making any headway for the motion picture. So he came in with nine months before the release date. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. It doesn't in. seem like a lot of time. It's not a lot of time at all. When you think about, you know, post-production stuff nowadays, you know, that's like two-thirds of the, you know, the, the process of making Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he pulled together all that craziness, the you know, the Enterprise and uh, obviously all the V'ger stuff. Um, so, uh, anyway, so just want to give him a little bit of credit and the motion picture a little bit of credit. And, um, and I hadn't really thought about it before. We were kind of, you know, not goofing on it, but we're like, man, oh man, this is a lot of, a lot of enterprise to take in. Yep. You know, a lot of, a lot of you know, big stretch of the enterprise to, to, to look at and stuff. But, um, I kind of forgotten, uh, you know, we're a little jaded now with all, you know, it's big, all these science fiction movies that have, you know, come and gone since we were kids, since even, you know, Wrath of Khan. And, um, uh, this is the first time the enterprise was going back to the motion picture. The first time the enterprise has been on the big screen, and so, you know, up until then, you only saw the little rinky-dink thing on your television set. So they, that's yep. why they spent, they put a lot of love and like, hey, if this Enterprise is going to be on the gigantic movie screen. We're <clears> going to give the audience like, you know, see they have them look, look at every little nook and cranny. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, hadn't really, I had personally hadn't really thought about that before. And, uh, and just in some of the research I've been doing, you know, that came up a few times. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is, we feel a little jaded, you know, because I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, you really... You really get a sense of it, and you know, as even looking at it here, um, you know, in this shot, is the you know the saucers going by, and you see you know the saucer the saucers made up of all sorts of panels. You can see all the different. Oh yeah, def- yeah, it's very cool, and you know, we're looking at our on our you know rinky dink little monitors here, and like you said, on the TV, and just my memory back of recent Star Trek movies, and just seeing the Enterprise, you're like, whoa, like that's huge, like that's I don't have full memory of seeing this in the theater but i can just imagine like seeing you know when i saw the other ones like the full spectacle of the different enterprises yeah you get a much big you know you can't you get that sense of scale you get to see yes. this is a big ship yeah and uh uh i have to give a shout out to my wife candace who uh was watching some of these minutes with me and she's like oh she goes the saucer dish looks like a tetris game <laughs> in all shades of gray right and uh, i'm like oh geez i never really thought of that so anyway shout out to my lovely wife Okay, thanks, Candace. Um, so, a couple other things that, if uh, as I'm rambling on, um, so we get the saucer dish, uh, then the you know the camera starts. So it's kind of a neat angle. It kind of goes below, right? Yep, you're going below. Yeah, it is. A, it is a very cool shot where you're sort of underneath, and then it, the camera comes down and then sort of up and around, which it is a very cool shot. Yep. And uh, I don't know if you noticed. There's um, just as the body. Not the saucer, but the body comes or it comes into play. You get some lens flares. Um, oh yeah, from yep. some of the running lights, and uh, so I chuckled to myself. I'm like, well, let's see. J.J. Abrams was about 16 <laughs> at the time when this came out, <laughs> and um, I was just thinking about, well, you know, that's the big joke, right? He's a huge, uh, huge like, lens flare, lens, lens, lens flare fan. Yes, yes. and uh, I was. Uh, here, here's the dots I connected, right? Okay, so he probably saw when he was 16 or so, and maybe got inspired by it. But then, uh, if you look at um, other movies, the you know, lens flare heavy movies, there's Close Encounters, right? Yep. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Right. Uh, Blade Runner. Yep. Uh, those were all done, and now Enterprise, all all done by Douglas Trumbull. Yep. Mm. So I think, oh, connect the dots here. So I don't know if JJ ever acknowledged that. Oh, I got you know, kudos to Douglas who gave me these uh. Give me these lens flares ideas. 
Probably. Those are, those are the dots I connected today. Well, hopefully in the future we'll have JJ on and we'll ask him. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, so something new I learned about the Enterprise in, uh, yes. in, in doing this. Uh, I've always wondered uh, what the heck is inside the blue windows. Isn't that the um, isn't that the uh, place where the the wreck area for the crew? That's what I thought too. Are you thinking of the scene from the motion picture when I am? Because yes, yeah. where he is escorting the um, the robot mm-hmm. of Lieutenant Ilea around the I guess the crew promenade or something, and it's mm-hmm. they play the games. You can see the big giant windows. All right. Well, that's a good idea. That's a good guess. The information I found is that's the Enterprise Arboretum. Oh. Where there's all sorts of trees and jazz. And if you kind of look closely, you can see, just as it as the ship kind of banks away, you can start to see that it looks like, it looks like the tops of trees. Uh, they're more like vague black yeah. shapes. Um, but I had the big question mark on that too, Dave, because I did think of the same thing you did. I'm like, oh, that must be that uh, you know, recreation deck. Right. Um, but I also found a, uh, some digging back and found some blueprints from one of the effects guys from the motion picture. And on the blueprints, it's called the botanical area. Oh, okay. So I think those two, I'm going to take those two pieces of info and say Arboretum. Okay. But now I wish we could, we could see it. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, me too. Maybe we'll have to, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that for future shots. Yes. Um, I have a question too. Um, shoot, shoot! Uh, my question is: Why does the Enterprise have flashing lights on them? Uh, you know, I think we touched on this on on. on uh, I think it was minute twenty nine where they, uh, you know, it's the big boom, boom. You know, yeah. it's the music, and then they're turning on all the running lights and stuff. And we sort of joke, like, you know, why why does someone passing by in deep space need to see what the registry is on the side nacelle of? Yes, you know, we sort of joking and. In watching this minute, I think it even gets even worse with the big flashing light on the bottom. Like who? Right. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like yeah. it's not like you're flying in constricted planetary airspace where you know potentially seeing flashing lights is going to, you know, prevent a crash or something. Exactly. You're in the expanse of space. <laughs> right. Millions and miles between these vessels that may be flying around out here, do you really think one of them is going to see your flashing lights? Right. And they didn't even really take it. I agree. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, 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 a, it's an earthbound. Yes. You know, earthbound. Uh, I think, mechanism. I think, yeah, I, I agree with that, that it's, we're taking things that we see as we've seen throughout the beginning in the first 30 plus minutes of this movie, things that we see on earth today, exit signs and, Whatnot and fire extinguishers on the bridge, and running lights and blinking lights on you know a starship. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I will say that they, 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 it was a missed opportunity, and we're, obviously I'm, I'm jumping ahead. We're not there yet, and we're not really supposed to do this. But uh, when the ships are, they, there is there is a time later in the film when the sh- yep. Enterprise is flying blind, right? And it would have been neat if they played that up a bit. That if they the only way they could see stuff is if they could see those those running lights flashing lights like there yep. it is you know but anyway we'll 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 get to that save it 
but yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree that we are taking our earthbound limitations with these things and we're putting them on. I don't even know. I'd have to go back and look at like next generation and see, do they have blinking lights on the next generation or even the reboots, which as we know, the new movies set to land pretty soon. So I'm, I'm interested to see like, did they have blinking lights and stuff like that all over the ship? It's actually out today, right? Mm, I believe so. Yeah. Or, yeah, sometime this week, yeah. You're going to go see it? I am going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. We should go see it together. Sure. Then we can talk about it. Sure. In, in a minute. Yeah. In a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Did you have anything else on the exit? Yeah, so we sort, of, we sort of touched this... Uh, offline a little bit it's you know we get the the great view of the enterprise and as the enterprise is flying by we see the you know sort of underneath and we see the front sensor dish oh yeah and in minute 29 when we the lights again come on it's orange now it's blue why (laughs) what's the what's the difference in colors and and as you are famous to say there's going to be someone out there who's going to be like, you guys are idiots. You should know this. All sensor arrays warm up orange and then turned blue. And that's probably what it is. Right. Or, you know, I'm glad it doesn't like just change colors, you know, just slowly, you know, slow right. through red, orange, yellow. <laughs> so every time you saw it, it was a different strobe. Color. A strobe. On, on the original show, it was, it was a real sensor dish. I mean, it was a real dish. That looked, you know, had the pointy thing that came out and looked like a, you know, radar dish. Right. It came out. It came out in front of the, yep. the body. Yeah. Which I like that better. Yeah. Um, like, didn't the phaser look like that too? The original phasers actually kind of had. Oh, well, I don't remember that. Pointy doodad. I, I always thought it looked like the phaser. <laughs> but I do like the I do like the blue. You like the blue better than the orange. I do. I do like the blue. All right. I'm digging the blue. Oh, now you got me wondering. I'm going to be. Just contradictory. I prefer it to be orange. Oh. So. Let's, let's take a vote. <laughs> How many people I, like the blue dish? How many I vote like blue. All right. Um, all right. Well, then, what do we do now? We cut back inside? Yep. So we go back into the Enterprise, and uh, there's a little bit of dialogue that happens here. Um, a little bit of playful dialogue, I would say, even though it's coming from two Vulcans and Sulu. Mm. Yeah, so Sulu says free and clear to navigate. Um, yep. I, one thing that bugged me about it, and it bugged me more and more because I kept running this minute, you know, kind of on a loop. Uh, very rarely do you hear dialogue, the onset dialogue. Um, you know, usually dialogue gets, you know, redubbed. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I found when, you, when Sulu says that, you know, free and clear to navigate, you can hear him. It's it, The microphone is not. You know, that was recording him is not near him. Yes, so you kind of hear him on set, and there's a couple other things too. There's a um, after Savick uh, talks, there's a, a one of the one of the cadets is is walking kind of up the stairs, and you hear his, you know, again it's not a yep. foley thing. You hear him walking up his his actual feet making noise on the on the set, and kind of takes me out of it a little bit. <laughs> um, so sorry. Anyway, the playful dialogue. No, no, I, was, I, I feel like this is a little bit of a playful scene. Maybe the dialogue isn't, but I just feel like, you know, and maybe it's Kirk's attitude because he sort of went from this frightened person of like, you know, they're, they're navigating out of this space dock at great peril 
and he's like freaking out to suddenly like, oh, you know, captain's discretion. <laughs> and given, you know, he's looking back. McCoy is still sort of like, yeah. you know, he gives him the look and is like, what are you crazy? And Kirk is like, meh, whatever. <laughs> That's right. He does. I can see McCoy. He's like, what? I love McCoy. He's 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 under underappreciated. I yes, I, I agree. Yeah. Especially in this after watching it minute per minute. Now I can definitely see the greatness that DeForest Kelly put into this character. Yeah, like I, I knew he was a great character before, but I just am embracing it more now as we're watching it. Yeah, the subtleties are great. Yes, um, I. This is one of my favorite lines in the movie. Getting back to the playfulness. Yep, Mister Sulu, you may. Indulge yourself. There's something about that. I love that. I wish I could use that line more in real life. <laughs> um, uh, but it's just—I don't know. There's something. There's something about it that uh, you know. It's obviously it's, it's Spock and delivers it. Delivers it just you know, uh, cold and Vulcan-like. But you can tell there is a. But is there? But I was just going to ask you: Is it cold and Vulcan-like? Because he says, "Mr. Sulu, you may," and he pauses. Indulge yourself. Like, is he being playful with Sulu, or is he trying to impress Kirk with his human jovality a little bit? Maybe, or he's he's just trying, right? He's trying to he's trying to do something, right? Yeah. Which we've talked about before. This this yeah. uh, um, yeah, he's tr- not, not trying to relate. That's not there. He's just trying to be more uh, not as Vulcan like. Yeah, more related. To, uh, it's relatable is the word. I'm. Uh, I don't think it's the right word, but that's the word I'm, I keep coming back to. Uh, but uh, and, and it obviously works on Sulu because he turns around and he has this huge smile on his face, like, "I sir," you know, like, "Oh yeah. fantastic! I get to fool around." Like, <laughs> great. Where do you think he's wants to go? <laughs> Maximum warp. <laughs> Well, that's do. what I do. That's the first button I'd be pushing. Well, <laughs> just flooring it. <laughs> um, but no, when you just said, you know, he's, he wants to just go play around. Now I'm just picturing him like doing, you know, like donuts around the planets <laughs> and the solar system, like just doing loops around everything at you know, high speed. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's it is. It's it's a it's it just again it, the, all the character interactions are yeah. very just. You know, the, the, it brings out, just reinforces the things we love about all these characters. And, and, and you see some more of their relationship here. So it's, yep. it's, it's fun. And, you know, as we're watching the scene and I'm rolling it back and forth and, you know, looping it over. Is this the first time we see background characters interacting? Because we see the guy that walks up the stairs yeah. and he go talks to the buddy at the, the standing desk. And they just sort of, they're sort of chatting there. Yeah. Having their own little conversation in the back. Right. He's like, hey, here's a, here's a clipboard. You want to yeah. check out this clipboard? You, know, you want to <laughs> carry it now? <laughs> turn. <laughs> That's totally what it is. Yeah, you're right. Because usually you just see the you either see someone just standing there staring at a wall. Yeah. You see somebody walk by with a clipboard. Now these two are it's sort of a little both. They're standing at a wall. In and, I have to wonder, clipboards. and I have to wonder, is the guy walking up the stairs our friend, Danny Terrio? That's, I think it's him. I think it's. I think it's the. It's got the haircut. Um, he doesn't. I mean, you know, he doesn't definitely play. sort of struts up those stairs, and he does, doesn't he? He's got. He's got a. Um, he has a. He has. A, he's a distinct walk there. There's a cockiness to that walk. Yeah. He's like they are gonna notice me. <laughs> I'm the star of this movie. That's right. 
I'm the best cadet. Uh, so the we we cut back out to you know s- s- the Enterprise's Sulu indulges himself and the impulse engine lights are on. Uh, yes, which I know I nitpicked I think last minute or the minute before, but even in this minute when we see the we finish seeing the grand you know Enterprise pulling out the impulse engine lights are not on. But yet, when in Sulu indulges himself, which I'm assuming he goes up to full impulse power, we now see the orange lights in the back. And maybe that's it. Maybe just you know, one quarter impulse is just you know they're not. It's not bright enough. It's like when you have your oven, your oven uh, on on low, <laughs> you only get the real faint glow. You only know it's humming when it's bright red. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I'm, well, I'm, I'm trying. Calling, I'm calling mistake. I'm trying. Sorry, Star Trek. <laughs> uh, so a couple things. Uh, the 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 impulse engines and then pulling away. There's there's two things going on there. And I don't know if you picked it up. Was the, there's a musical flourish as you know, ta-da! Yep. It's and but there's also then a there's an I can't quite. I think it's meant to be the sound of the ship or the impulse engines. But yep. to me, it sounds like mixed in with the music. It sounds like just a hair dryer or something. It's not a very. It's like it's like a whoosh. Yeah, it's a, it's a whoosh. But I was trying like, what whoosh is that? Is it a fan whoosh? Is it a hair dryer whoosh? And um, it's not not the sound I would have expected from impulse engines. Mm. I would have expected uh, more of a rumble. Well, you know, they had a limited budget. That's right. $10 million, what are you going to do? Give me the hair dryer. Give me the hair dryer. <laughs> Just put on low. Um, so did you uh, – go ahead. No, I was just going to say like after that flourish of music, like we transitioned to regular one and it sort of brings us back down again. Like almost something's going to happen. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's it, the ominous music starts again. Yes. Um, but, I mean, yeah, talk about this uh, – uh, talk about the going back to James Horner's score. And, yep. You know, obviously the it, it's start. We talked about it a little bit in the last minute, but in this one too is it's just you know talk about nautical adventure, right? This dun 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 dun. dun, yep. dun, dun. Oh yeah. It's you know clearly we're meant to see this ship you know breaking out on the high seas and crashing through the waves, and it totally evokes that. Yep. Um, and then yeah, and then it we transition. It then it just kind of quietly fades out and segues into ominous regular music. Oh yeah. But. Before we get to regular, um, the shot of the Enterprise pulling away and and heading out to the you know to the, you know I guess the left hand side of the screen, um, I I smile every time I see that because it looks very much like the Enterprise from the original series. Oh, a little bit, yeah. And from the opening from the opening credits, exactly. From the opening credit, and that's what it that's whoosh. what they should have thrown in there. The <laughs> um. But it would have had to go a lot faster. This is a yes. more graceful pull away. Um, but I but I like that because because that's what it made me think of. And actually, it kind of even the way it moves, the way they filmed it, the way it moves, it looks yep. a little uh, uh, 1960s model, <laughs> you know, flying away. Uh, anyway, so it just it just makes me smile. If you guys are you guys are following along with us, and when you get to get to the sequence of the movie, tell me you don't smile when you see that Enterprise drifting away, just like. Just like if we're watching Space Seed all over again. Yes. Um, and then regular one, uh, just a shout out to the, the directors. We have the Enterprise kind of heading out to the left. And then they cut to regular one, and it drifts back in from the same spot. But now it's yep. coming into the right. Right. So I don't know if they did that deliberately, but I thought that was kind of cool. Yep. Um, what do you think I'm going to say about regular one? 
Flashing lights. Flashing lights. Ding, ding, ding. Now, now this I can almost see. Like, and then I don't know why that the flashing lights on regular one don't bother me. Hmm. Maybe because it's in orbit and it's a. I don't want to say stationary object, but it's, you know, it's a stationary vessel going around a planet. So is and that maybe just just so when a ship comes into orbit, it doesn't crash into it. Maybe. Look out! I see flashing lights. <laughs> Put us into orbit. <laughs> oh, I see flashing lights. We can't go there. <laughs> um, I did some. I was a little bit of behind the scenes trivia. Uh, we've been calling the planet Regula. Yep. Um, uh, it, in behind the scenes, uh, it's called Gamma Regula. Gamma Regula. Yep. But obviously, not never referred to as Gamma Regula. Nope. Um, and uh, all the other, you know, official documentation like Memory Alpha, um, it's it's called Regula. And um, so I just found that interesting that somebody was clearly the Alpha, you know, Alpha Set, Seti Alpha, Gamma Regula. They, they, everyone was just enjoying their Greek letters. Their, yeah, their naming. And also, I, I just uh, another shout out to you know visual effects at the time that the the, the regular the planet, yep. uh, that's a model that's a thing, um, and it's big. It's like um, if I was standing next to it, you'd only be if you're standing behind it, you'd only be, yes. see, be able to see me from like the neck up. It's a really they they built like this full well, not full size but this giant model of the right. moon's surface, and uh, uh, I like that. I like I still like the pre-CGI days. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, and I'm going to bring up, you know, Star Wars as well, like the the original trilogy, you know, the, the models they used for that as well. I mean, they were, you, I, I love the fact that they were like these huge things that they, you know, they filmed going by and, you know, crashed into, you know, other things and, you know, the explosions that, they, they there were real explosions from, you know, destructing these giant models and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I think that should be the definition of visual effects is taking things and crashing them into other things. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, everyone loves models. I do. I, I hope so. I think I, I need to hear. I, clearly, we're dating ourselves, right? Because, yes, you can ask my son this. He'd be like, oh, man, those are so lame, right? Those look so fake. Yeah, we, we, we grew up in the age before CGI, so it's, it's that uh, – I guess it's never going to change. I'm never going to outgrow it. More no, and I, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe it's our age and maybe it's, but I still, we still look at that Enterprise shot, reused as it is, it still looks fantastic. It does. It's like you thing. can't, it's, you can't tell me that that does not look fantastic. Right. I, I can't. I dare you to tell me it's not fantastic. I won't. Did you see that the, um, that they just, the, uh, the, was it the Museum of, the Smithsonian. Yes. They, they just put the, the Enterprise, the original Enterprise model from the original series. They restored it and everything, and it's on display again. Yep. I think that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Like, I need to make a, a trip down there just to check it out. Did we already talk about this on air, or did we talk about it offline? Uh, we must have talked about it on, on offline. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys, if I'm repeating myself. All right, man. Well, that's all the that's all notes I had for this minute. How about you? Nope, that was it. All right. Well, then we, uh, for not a lot going on, we sure, uh, gabbed a lot. We did. That's why I think our wives are happy we're doing this. Yes. Yeah. We can get it out. Is... We can get it out on air. Not, not with them. Not over the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, guys, well then, uh, you know what? If you want to check us out when we're not on air, 
you can find us online at Twitter, uh, Instagram, and uh, we have now a listener group um, on Facebook called the Wrath of Con Minute Listener Federation. So please, uh, please join up and uh, uh, participate. Uh, join the conversation. Yep. Um, you can always send an, e- an email as well. We're uh, checking our inbox at uh, podcast at wrathaconminute.com. Um, and for now, uh, we will be back, or until then, we'll be back here on Friday. Friday. Here at the Rathacon Minute. Bye now. Indulge yourself, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new sign-off for now. <laughs> Everyone, indulge yourselves. <laughs>